Hey guys, welcome back to the Misguided Podcast. This week we're doing something different since Halloween is right around the corner and it's spooky season. We wanted to do a true crime podcast today and we have some interesting statistics for y'all. Yes, so we sound, we were laughing because we sound super nerdy um, sharing data, but we do think it's like really relevant to the story or, you know serial killer we chose because it's very applicable so we found that there's um almost a 62 percent homicide clearance rate in the united states um it used to be like 90 something percent um in the 1960s which we are still the lowest of the western world but it's 60 over 61 percent like almost 60 like 61.6 percent oh it's crazy and then there's 40 percent of murderers who get away with murder. So that's crazy. And piggybacking off of that, experts believe that at least 2% of murders are committed by serial killers. So that means about 2,100 murders are committed by serial killers, if their theory is correct. But other experts believe it's more like 3,000 or 4,000 murders that are committed by serial killers. So it's crazy numbers. And um, I know from my expertise of watching Criminal Minds, (laughs) like the high-risk lifestyle and things like that, but the specific killer we chose today to talk about kind of had no regard, really, for the high-risk lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Some of these people were very low-risk because the high-risk lifestyle is drug dealers and prostitutes and homeless people and so on and so forth. And these Women in general. (laughs) Women in general. So that one, I guess, he nailed it. But the rest of it, um, not really... In the same ballpark, mm-hmm. so. So, we decided to do the Zodiac Killer, because to this day, he still has not been discovered, um, but there was some, like, talk about how they knew who he was, like, really recently, like a month ago, or like mm-hmm. two weeks ago or something. Yeah, very, very recently. Ever, like... They were saying that they think that they found him or could at least identify him, but they're still not, like, 100% sure. Yeah, so we have a lot of information that we're going to share about the Zodiac Killer. He's Pretty exciting. He's a mega creep. <laughs> anyway, so the Zodiac Killer, we have to call him that, Zodiac or Zodiac Killer, because we technically still don't know who he is. Yeah. He kind of got started in the Bay Area of San Francisco, California, Um but they definitely think he moved out of that range. They think he was definitely in Southern California. They really think he was in Nevada. They think he there are some other murders throughout the United States that very well could have been him. And um, here's just what we know. So we know he killed five people. We know there were two survivors. We know that there were 20 to 28 people killed who very well could have been killed by him because of similar attributes to those killings and he claims to have killed 37 so who all these people are we don't know we only know a handful of them from our research that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's linked to several other cold cases in california and in other states he started sending these taunting letters and cards mailing them to newspapers and police departments so on and so forth threatening bombings and killing sprees if they weren't published by these newspapers. And some of them included different, like, cryptograms and ciphers that you couldn't understand. Nobody could have just looked at them and known what he was trying to say. And 
you know, it was crazy. He started saying that he was claiming to collect victims as slaves for the afterlife, in which he kept calling paradise. Of the four ciphers that he sent and produced and whatnot, uh, two of them were solved. One of them took 51 years to crack. So, that's pretty crazy. And there have been so many theories about who he is, um, up until today even. So, he did stop his written communications in about 1974 or 5. And um, this case was super unusual and crazy, especially at the time. So, it did lead to kind of an international interest, especially in North America, because now they're questioning certain murders and so on and so forth that happened in Canada or Mexico or wherever the heck else across the United States. So, um, it was closed officially, marked inactive, um, by San Francisco Police Department in 2004, and they reopened it in March 2007. Um, and it still remains open in the city of Vallejo, which is where everything got started, but... They've maintained it as an open case file since 1969. The Zodiac claims that he killed about 37 people um, in all of his letters to the newspapers and police departments, but all the investigators agree that there have only been seven confirmed victims by the Zodiac, and two of them survived. So, um, just a little brief background, because there's one in particular we want to focus on. But they were all in their late teens, early 20s, except for one who was 29. Um, kind of an independent case because the other situations also had um, a couple, like a guy and a girl. Um, so, yeah, that one stood out a little bit. But also one that really, really stood out to us was um, the case with Michael Magoo and Darlene Farron. So. They call it the Blue Rock Springs murder, but it was the murder of Darlene Farron and Michael Magoo. Darlene was 22, Michael was 19, and this happened on July 4th, 1969. And Darlene and Michael were at the Blue Rock Springs Park, and they were both just parked in their car, chilling. Um, the Zodiac Killer comes to their window with a big police flashlight. And uh, Michael said he started looking for his ID, and uh, that is why he his attention wasn't towards the Zodiac Killer anymore. So he was kind of off guard at this point because he thought it was just a police officer coming to ID them, make sure everything was okay. And that's whenever the killer fired shots at them. And uh, he was shooting Michael first, and the, the bullets went through him into Darlene and Darlene ended up getting shot five times and Michael four times. Darlene did die from the incident but Michael is still like was still alive and uh, the Zodiac Killer actually heard Michael still like moaning and groaning obviously in pain and he comes back and shoots him uh, two more times and he even shoots Darlene two more times again just to make sure she was dead. Michael still survives this, like, crazy freaking experience. And uh, so, with that being said, um, the Zodiac Killer obviously drives away, whatever. And um, on July 5th, so the next day, the Zodiac Killer calls and he reports the attack, basically. He claims 
that um, he has murdered them, and he explains every single like last detail to uh, what they were wearing, how their bodies like were positioned on the on the ground after being shot, like it like described in intense detail for. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Also, while he's on the phone describing the murder of July 4th, he takes credit for the murders of Jensen and Faraday. And, uh, like, that was six and a half months earlier to this exact, like, day. So, uh, they uh, traced the call to the phone booth at a gas station at Springs Road. And uh, that was located about three-tenths of a mile, like, literally 500 meters from... uh, Farron's home which leads us into another crazy thing is so Darlene's older sister Pam was thinking that the Zodiac killer was following her and that's how he actually ended up killing her the police say it's like random like he's not like seeking out these people and like following them getting their patterns like finding out their schedules he's just literally going to parks and like lurking in the shadows at night and killing these people Michael also was alive so he could easily identify the Zodiac Killer, right? And Michael described his attacker as 26 to 30 years old, 195 to 200 pounds, um, like 5 foot 8, and white male, short, light, brown, curly hair. So Michael gets taken to identify pictures of um, possible suspects for the Zodiac Killer, and he identifies this man, Arthur Lee Allen, that has been um, a suspect on the you know, on the police radar for possibly being the Zodiac Killer, he actually identifies him. So then the police were like, well, why have you not identified this man before, like, prior to this day? Like, Mm -hmm. you've literally been, you know, out here, you could have identified this man, like, so long ago. And uh, Michael was just like, well, I've only been asked if certain names were, like, you know rung a bell, if I could recognize names, and the detective was like, either this is the worst mess up uh, in history, or you're a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, we thought that was very, very freaking sketchy, because if you didn't, like, you would obviously want to identify the man who killed your girlfriend. That was freaking sketchy. And almost killed you. Right. So, I'm actually going to read the first letter of the Zodiac. Bear with me because this man does not know what grammar is and he likes misspells so many things and he puts like basic English yeah. too. He puts really weird words where they just shouldn't be. So here's the first letter. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise. And all the that I have killed will come from my slaves. Or will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collection of slaves for my afterlife. Then he puts a word... In here that they have literally been trying to crack. 18 letter word. (laughs) It's freaking crazy. Like he just puts it and it's like he's so mentally like Mm -mm. off his rocker. Yes. And he's just so focused on like getting his 
like getting afterlife people. It's freaking weird. And I mean, he spelt like basic English words wrong, and he spelt animal wrong, and he puts like <laughs> very obvious letters in the wrong place. He spelled animal A N A M A L. Yeah, right. But maybe that part of that too was just him thinking that if he if he knows what it means oh, right. and he tweaks it just enough, that maybe they won't be able to tell what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, super weird. Know. Or like maybe he was playing some uh reverse psychology or something like if they think i'm this fucking stupid i can't even spell Mm -hmm. animal then how am i so smart to kill these people yeah like maybe they'll think i'm a fraud and honestly he really has loved taunting them so like maybe it was even a tactic like somebody this stupid is like you can't even figure me out and i'm this dumb like Mm -hmm. i don't know because you know you have to think crazy about these like how he's thinking Right, and then on top of that, it says that the Chronicle published this cryptogram on the next day's paper, um, and that the police chief said that they weren't satisfied with the letter, saying that they weren't convinced it was written by the killer, Mm -hmm. um, and then said that they were requesting that whoever wrote the letter send a second letter with more facts to prove that this is the Zodiac. So then in August, he wrote another letter to the San Francisco Examiner, um, starting off by saying, Dear Editor, this is the Zodiac speaking. So this is the first time he had used that name to identify himself. And in that letter, he also included some very specific details about the murders of Faraday, Jensen, and Farron that have not yet been released to the public at that point. So it was information that specifically he and the police knew or the killer and the police knew no one else okay so now we fast forward to october of 1969 and they have sent another the zodiac has sent another letter to the chronicle um in this letter it was a bunch of random crap kind of like before ciphers and trying to be sneaky and force people to crack the code and it wasn't cracked until 2020 so that's when we start getting into you the crazy modern stuff that's yeah. going on with Zodiac because it's still going. We still don't know. Like, what we think we know, we don't know. It's crazy. So, in this one, which was just deciphered in 2020, he says, I hope you are having lots of fun trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because now... I have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death and I am not afraid because I know that my new life is my new life in life will be an easy one in paradise death. So again, sorry, that was not us being (laughs) stupid. That was the Zodiac killer being stupid, but well, he brings up that TV show. So he's watching all these people go fucking crazy over him yeah he's a narcissist so like this goes back to the criminal mind stuff like this is some serious narcissism and they're feeding into it by giving him the name zodiac and by talking about him all the time so the okay so the tv show that he's talking about Mm -hmm. is so okay so he calls this san francisco am talk show and he's like i either want Bailey or Belly, two like two lawyers to go on the show, and uh, Belly the ended up doing it, 
because Bailey couldn't or something, I guess. But, um, so he goes in the show, right? And there's callers, like, there's this one caller saying, I'm the Zodiac, I'm the Zodiac Killer, like, just really identifying with that name. Um, and then Belly ended up being like, well, let's meet after the show somewhere. Like, I'll set up the location, whatever. They ended up tracing the call back to a insane asylum, and it was not the Zodiac Killer Mm -hmm. at the end. But, like, this just shows that he told them to go on the show just because it was kind of like a, you'll do whatever the fuck I want you to do. Like, I'm over here killing people, and you're still listening to me. Right. And about the gas chamber, he brought up the gas chamber and Uh was, like, calling himself Sam, the the caller. So whether or not the caller was him is questionable. But the caller said he said his name was Sam or picked the name Sam for a less ominous name than Zodiac. Um, and said he was afraid of being sent to the gas chamber, which was at the time California's capital punishment. Um, so then he did tell, like you said, he told him he would meet them somewhere, but never showed up. So that is kind of what that letter is referring to, we think, so which crazy. of addressing, that was a lie. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber. Like, yeah, freaking out, you know, yeah, and he's all over of a here, sudden, like, oh, the gas chamber is going to bring me peace. So like, yeah, if you I'm really want to kill me, like, do it. I'll yeah. go to paradise with my slaves and we'll be great mm-hmm. type of thing. I think that was like another reverse psychology thing that he has going on because, mm-hmm. He really doesn't want to die. I think he's, like, very fearful of that. Oh, yeah, for So I, like, think he's just trying to be, like, well, if they think I'm okay with it, they won't do it. Which, that's not, that's not how. No. (laughs) It's not how it works, my dude. (laughs) So on top of all of that, this crazy, you know what, starts talking about children. He's never, mind you, harmed, I mean, as far as we know, never harmed a child. Um, so I guess... (laughs) At least he's got that going I know, right? But he sent another letter to the Chronicle in October of 1969, um, claiming that he could basically do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted um, because nothing was going to happen to him. So one of the things he did was kind of more of a demand um, to the Chronicle or basically more of a demand directed at the police department. But um, in it he wrote, just shoot out the front tires and pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. Um, talking about using that as a threat, like killing children on a school bus, as a threat to the police department if they didn't do what he wanted them to do. But so. it's just so weird, though, too, because he never ordered the police to do anything. Another letter that he even sends is a seven-page letter. Mm. <laughs> like, holy fuck. You have to be really off your rocker. I have way too much time on your hands, bro. Like, bro. Like, obviously, this dude was unemployed. Killing for a living. Literally. Oh, my God. He says in the letter on November 9th, 1969, that two policemen stopped him and actually spoke with him three minutes after he shot Stein. So, Stein was one of the victims that they actually figured out. He was the oldest one Mm -hmm. that we know of, of course. Um, He was 29, so still not old. He never went for older people. So weird. The Zodiac also mails a letter to Belly, the lawyer that went on the talk show for him, and it included a swatch of Stein's shirt. And the Zodiac said that he wanted Belly to help him. The more it went on, 
the more he wanted like credit for everything he did. I think that's why he started sending like the shirts and like he wanted it to be like super personal. Like that he wanted everyone at the police station to know it was him because they were getting so many like just fake letters. But the more it went on, the Zodiac killer kept getting like more personal with the police and detectives and lawyers and everything like that. One of the main reporters that he would communicate with all the time was Paul Avery. Um, he started sending these very worse than before taunting cards and postcards and um, all kinds of stuff. And in one of them it said, my name is, and then was followed by a 13 character cipher that they still have not solved, which is just triggering. But anyway, but we were saying like, he probably, yeah, like, like what you were saying, he probably has a screwed up. Yeah. language with himself or something so this makes perfect sense in his head and he's like ha 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 he still knows they'll never get it yeah. but his brain's so messed up that he's like thinks he's telling them something but still being secretive right. and you know like they're never gonna crack his name or the code that he keeps sending in these letters because it's his own made-up freaking code exactly and then he went on to try to say he was not responsible for a bombing of a police station in San Francisco after um, there was a lot of evidence and claims that he would say that he could do whatever he wanted, saying that he, if he wanted to, he could um, blow up a school bus or blow up a park or whatever. Um, so basically, he added in this same letter that there's more glory to killing a cop than a Sid because a cop can shoot back. So also at the bottom of that diagram where he drew a bomb. <laughs> so it wasn't me, but here's a picture of a bomb. Right. So it's weird because you don't know what's real and what's not. Right. Because what it, he's taking credit for things, he's denying credit for things, but then he's twisting it and being like Is he lying? Tormenting yeah. these police officers. You just don't know what the truth is with this guy. And at the end of it he signed it with his little symbol saying his basically saying zodiac equals 10 and san francisco pd equals zero <laughs> which is a really screwed up thing to laugh at but he's really keeping score but i do want to briefly talk about what you and i were talking about earlier about his symbol yeah. because his symbol we were saying looks like a target like yeah. like because it's just a circle like a cross across through it yeah basically so, in these, he also sent um, postcards and greeting cards to Paul Avery and just totally, totally screwed with Paul Avery's brain. So, in one of these super creepy cards, in the spirit of Halloween, I wish you could see it, but it's a, like a dancing skeleton whose, like, midsection, I guess, like, waist area is a pumpkin. Not kidding. It's a dancing, right? Dancing skeleton yeah, it's with a pumpkin in the middle. And one side of the card says, like, in the form of a cross, going down, it says paradise, with a C. And <laughs> going across, it says slaves. So those are two of his words that he uses in pretty much all of his ciphers and letters and whatever. Um, and then it says, by fire, by gun, by knife, by rope. And those are the ways that mm, his victims were found. And it also says on the side in the image with the skeleton and the pumpkin, it says, I feel it in my bones. You ache to know my name. And so I'll clue you in. <laughs> From your secret pal. 
First of all, he didn't clue nobody in. <laughs> Second of all, super creepy stuff. Super yeah. creeps. There's even... He, all his letters are just sick to freaking read, really. Like, there's a... They have so many letters from this man. It's insane. On June 26, 1970, he wrote, I shot a man sitting in a parked car with the 38. He was probably referring to the 25-year-old Richard, don't know how to pronounce his last name, one week prior to the letter. Uh, Richard was uh, riding a parking ticket in his squad car when a, a killer, unrelated to the traffic violation, shot him in the head with the 38. That's freaking crazy. And then, in that same letter, um, he drew a cross in a circle, like, similar to his sign, and at the top of the cross and circle, he placed a zero, a three, a six, and a nine, and it had, like, instructions mm. that, like, the zero was, like, where you start, I guess, and the letter included a 32-letter cipher, like, again, a 32-letter code that these people had to freaking crack that they were never gonna fucking crack, and... Uh, it was supposedly the, like, directions to the location of a bomb that he had buried and set to go off in the fall. The code was never cracked, obviously, and then the bomb was never located. So, again, he's fucking with them. At the end of the letter, he puts his symbol, 12 SFPD0. Like, he's like keeping... his count is going up. Yeah, he's keeping a mental freaking score of, like, all his things. Even if they're real or not. Which is so freaking crazy. And they still, at that point, only had the... The five. five. So now whenever he's even saying, oh, like, he, whenever he claims he's killed 37, like, that bomb wasn't real because it would have went the fuck off. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he lies. He's freaking... That or he's a real shit bomb maker. <laughs> right. Or he's, like, really... He probably is just that crazy, though, too. <laughs> I know. Thought he did. Here, oh, he's lying. But, like, obviously he's not right in the freaking head. If he's right. <laughs> But also in that Halloween card one, I just saw this, but he wrote a note that said, like a handwritten little piece of paper that said, Peekaboo, you are doomed. Oh, bro, shut up. I swear to God. (laughs) And then there's a lot of other stories where they think it could have been him. They're talking about different other, um, weird little, what's the word? Like, um, things left. There's a word for it. The little things left at crime scenes or whatever that could have been. His crazy brain doing these crazy things. So then, in 1971, March of 1971, he sends another (laughs) letter to Paul Avery. And this time he also spells Avery's name wrong. He spells it Averly. So you start to wonder if he's doing this on purpose. Like, even though you know exactly how to spell my name, you've been talking to me. This ain't the first time he sent him a yeah, letter, is all I'm the... saying. This is, like, probably the 50th time. <laughs> so he sends him this really sketch postcard. Um, if you, you can Google it and find it pretty easily, but it's really sketch, where it looks like a little postcard of, um, like, Tahoe, but in it you can see... The Sierra Club, which he has labeled, and you can see it says Sought Victim 12. And it also says Peek Through the Pines. Let me see what it, I can't, it's kind of hard to read. Peek Through the Pines, past Lake Tahoe areas, and around in the snow. 
Um, and then in the lower right-hand corner of the postcard, he puts his little symbol there. So, um, at this point, there was a girl missing that was a nurse at the Sahara Tahoe Hotel and Casino, um, and she went missing. So, basically, there's no evidence of the connection between the Zodiac and her, but it's pretty interesting that she would, he would just decide to claim something. How would he have even known about it, you know? Right, but again... After the Lake Tahoe card, the Zodiac Killer remains silent for nearly three years, and then the Chronicle receives a letter from him, um, marked January 29th, 1974, praising The Exorcist, the first horror film, and he says that it was the best satirical comedy that he had ever seen. Like. Cry, cry. Yeah. Like, okay, creepy motherfucker. Um... (laughs) And the letter also included a snippet verse from a musical, um, and then an unusual symbol at the bottom that is unexplained by researchers still. And then the Zodiac, of course, at the very bottom of the page includes me equals 37 SFPD equals zero. So after all these years, he's still keeping score. But the only difference is with this one, it's kind of weird because he says me equals instead of Zodiac. Mm-hmm, instead of the little symbol. Right. He, like, I don't know, his identification, like, is just always so weird, like, an off-putting, like, yeah. how he identifies himself. It's so freaking weird. And it's more personal by saying me. It's yeah. like, me, like, like, you know me now. Even though they technically right. don't, it's like, we've addressed this. We're, like, friend, like, yeah, friends. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's, like, personal at this point. And, um, so a psychiatrist says that he, like, looking at all his, all his letters, someone that was writing this is brooding and isolated. That's the conclusion. So basically he's, like, mad at the world. It's him against the world. He's isolated. He has no idea. Like, you couldn't throw him into the modern world and, like, have him, like, adapt and like be amongst you know like normal thinking people Mm -hmm. but that's just crazy because i mean he probably was though you know like he probably lived alone i'm assuming like he was a fucking lunatic clearly Mm -hmm. but i mean after that there were letters that could have been him but they never really like yeah with the 37, though, you start to wonder, like, was, did he have a goal of reaching 37 and right. then just stopped? Or did he keep going and we just don't know about it? Right. Because he gave up on the taunting and the... Yeah, or, for three years. Or even if these letters were him, I mean, they ended in the 70s, so he's dead or he's... Just stopped killing or just yeah, stopped, like... you know, it's just super bizarre. Super weird. And, well, the, even with the 37, like... With the bomb one, he said twelve zero. But the bomb one, you don't get a you don't get a point for that. It wasn't real, like right. <laughs> so it's like he. But couldn't... maybe he brought the attention to the bomb so he could go out and kill somebody, and then that brought up his count to twelve. Right. You know, like you yeah, just never know. You literally never know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he is a raging lunatic. Clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. As of recently, they started thinking they figured out who he was. I still don't think they know who he was. No. I think that's just a reason for people to feel, like, secure, even though he's probably dead and gone by now. Yeah. But the police have said that 
the case is not solved and the killer has not been identified and that it remains open until they have any new information, but the F- spokesman for the FBI right now is saying they don't have any new information or they don't have any valid um, reason to believe that it's him. I don't know. It's interesting. Very interesting. But I actually, as bad as it is, had a lot of fun doing this one. Oh, no, yeah. And maybe we should do more crime podcasts. We shall. In the future. But. Man. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yes. (laughs) On the note of the infamous Zodiac Killer. Watch out. Watch out. (laughs) Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes peeled. (laughs) Peeled. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.